introduction that he's working on <laughs> so he likes to give you guys little glimpses of his work what yeah. he's working on we're gonna work it out though don't worry about it it's coming yeah. soon he got something good for us oh, i yeah. can't wait to hear about it hear hear it hear it mm-hmm. i'm excited about it yeah so this is my kind of crazy i'm bridget and i'm dion and we are very two very different pe- married cu- people two <laughs> we are we are we're, people we're, Yep. <laughs> Two married people. We, we are married. Yesterday's our Very status. different. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as you will see through our podcast, that we like to bring you guys faith, fun, and inspiration so mm-hmm. that you can be inspired and really empowered to uh, cultivate a very healthy and happy relationship and marriage. Yeah. That's really our goal of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, today. We, we are going to be talking about what do you really need? Yeah. What do you really need? But before we get to that, mm-hmm. how's your week been? My week has been interesting. Well, actually, it's been actually quite good. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, we are in a pandemic. A pandemic. A pandemic. Yes, a corona pandemic and coronavirus pandemic. They're calling it COVID-19. So um, we're still in lockdown, even though the states are starting to open up. Mm -hmm. um, The Reed household has decided to stay on lockdown to further notice. So, you know, I'm keeping my head down, y'all. I'm really just deciding to, to focus on projects, to read, to focus on what I can control, which is our home environment Mm -hmm. and keeping our kids healthy and um, active, you know, learning. We're, we're, we're decided to homeschool them. So that's really exciting, uh, doing that, uh, next year, which is new for us. So just different projects. We keep my head down, working on different projects. Yeah. What about you? How was your week? Yeah, week has been pretty good, actually. I mean, I really can't complain much. I mean, we've just been, you know, again, you know, getting keeping our heads down, you know, doing, I guess, you know, um, just kind of trying to maintain, you know, the kids uh, pretty much, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make sure that they stay busy, but also as well stay learning. I know we just now started, uh, we just fully committed ourselves to doing homeschooling. So I'm kind of kind of looking forward to that and seeing what, um, uh, you know, how, how, how that's going to go and how that's going to be able to, you know, help develop our kids and everything. It's going to be kind of fun. Um, it's also as well going to be helping improve and I guess uh, on the financial level too. Amen. Amen. Somebody. Amen. All right. All right. I love it. <laughs> so, our kids were in private school. So. Oh yeah. 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 So it's like, that's like two mortgages at the same time. Oh yes. My goodness. <laughs> and so, but, uh, but no, but I think it's going to be something really, really good and really wholesome for them. You know, you know, especially, you know, knowing that, you know, every kid is different and you know and every school you know has their own particular way of you know of teaching and so mm-hmm. if you know your own kid then you know that how they learn and how they can pick certain things up and kind of being able to you know shape a, t- a particular curriculum around what they want to do and everything is is really really cool and i think it can help them learn a whole lot faster so yeah. we're kind of looking forward to that so i think that's kind of you know a lot of that a lot of what our week has kind of been based around everything and just doing that obviously working of course trying mm-hmm. to make sure everything is good to go but uh Outside of that, things things have been well. I really can't complain much. You know, just eating, enjoying yeah. family, and yeah. uh, and I think one of the best things kind of this whole pandemic season, and everything honestly, has been just the connection mm-hmm. that you really kind of haven't realized that you didn't have as much before. You know, like with oh, with yeah. your kids, and even with you, you know, as well too. You know, it's like you know, just yeah. 
enjoying time together with your family. Like, I mean, can't nobody say that you that you're not getting your family time in now. It's all family. It's family all family day every day. <laughs> it's all. It's, that's all it is. is family time. So really, the best thing you can try to do now is try to get away from them. Not even not even if, yeah. if you can, but. Um, try to try to not have family day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I remember the time we was like, man, we just we got to get a family day. We got to get a family yeah. day. And now it's like, oh my gosh, can mm-hmm. I just get oh, a day? Yeah, my a day <laughs> to myself, an hour to myself. Exactly. But it's it's you know, there's pros. There are a lot of pros, and we're trying to keep our eyes focused on the pros. Oh, that rain is coming down out there. It it's been raining all day today. Lord, it's in your rain. Yes, like. But we, you know, we've just been working through it. We do want to uh, to mention that I know there are a lot of people out there that are suffering. Mm. And, um, you know, we are praying with you. We are praying for you. We are yep. really seeing married Absolutely. couples um, a strain on marriages. And so we want to we want to be a resource for you guys. This podcast, again, like I said, empower you to have a healthy and happy relationship yep. through Christ. Because without God... It, it just, it just. It's not made to work without healthy. him. It's, it's not just, made to work without Yeah, God. absolutely. I don't it's see not, how people do this without Jesus. Yeah, I mean, if, if, you, if you're not, it's, just, it's like, hey, you just, you hanging on by a string. That's what I you're mean, doing. I mean, it's just a matter of time before it gets to a point where it's too much absolutely. for two people to handle, which is why I think the divorce rate is so high in America. Yep. People go into it thinking that they don't need God, that yeah. they can do it on their own. Yeah, and it's not that's not designed. Marriage is not designed. It's a threefold cord. That's right. Yeah, and that's you know again you know that's just something that I feel like is just I mean before anything was a pandemic around America that was the main epidemic going around yep. the entire world honestly mm-hmm. including especially specifically the United States being you know one of the highest rated areas of divorce rates and everything and so mm-hmm. um, you know just again throughout this season praying for so many couples, so many families out there, you know, God hates divorce. Um, but, you know, in, in all the context of how we, you know, try to communicate about marriage and how, how the world communicates about it, the answers of all our questions and all of our fears and all of our concerns are in his word. And so being Bible. able to stay connected Woo! with him, that is the oh, way sure. to maintain the, the strong sturdiness that God plants us mm-hmm. uh, and roots us within him through you know through his word and our marriages into someone else because we with 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 us being so different as we are the only way that god can show us who the other person is and them actually have grace for us is so important and imperative honestly i believe that you know that both people be saved and most people be connected with with god and his word just to simply understand the journey and the process of submitting yourself and submitting your heart and your flesh to his process into his will just to kind of mm-hmm. have, have that building up and that support throughout the, the entire time because if it's just one person doing it then it's not going to work and the other person is just going to be like hey I'm just out here doing my, doing this by myself and I'm not getting anywhere with the other with the other side and all you're doing is just praying just to make it through every day and that's not it's not, not a healthy place to be yeah so would you agree with that? Absolutely, 150%. Yeah, so, and that kind of is a good transition into what, what our topic is on tonight is mm-hmm. just the needs, uh, that what we really need, mm-hmm. what you really need, and, and, and what we're trying to kind of flesh out in that is, uh, and it was something that we kind of actually reached um, to a certain point when we were actually going through our, 
uh, counseling at one point in time. By the way, it's an incredibly healthy thing to go through counseling. Marriage counseling. Whether it's healthy or whether whether it's bad or whether it's anything, it's a great thing just to be able to have just that that, that accountability, that growth, and just that understanding of, you know, uh, that you guys are both in it mm-hmm. to win it, basically. You guys are both in it to maintain and to manage the marriage and to be able to not just manage it, but to be able to succeed and be able to actually thrive in marriage. Yeah. Um, and that's what uh, that's the main thing that, that counseling actually does for you. It gives you tools to be able to go through each of those issues and go through each of those, you know, ups and downs and everything to make it through. So the biggest thing we want to kind of touch on today is the need of the moment. So yeah. So what, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about um, what do you really need? And um, it's the kind of like a, the subtitle, I guess, will be the need of the moment. And to really kind of work on identifying the need of the moment. So let's go ahead and open up our our Bibles to Ephesians um, 4 and 29. And I can read that. Do you want to read it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ephesians 4 and 29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only, only what is helpful for building others up according to the need of the moment, that it may benefit those who listen. Mm, Ooh, good. this is so good just for anybody. Like, but definitely married <sighs> yeah, couples. Absolutely. So, um, when I was thinking about this um, idea of the need of the moment um, and what do you really need. And then this particular scripture, it helped me to identify about four things that, um, that will help. And it's again, I'm usually talking to the wife, but I think if you receive from this, um, whether you're male or female husband or wife, you know, you can you can receive this but these are some these are four things that I got from that scripture that I realize whenever I'm in a conversation with my husband this is what happens to me in terms of seeing the need of the moment in order for me to see the need of the moment I have to be slow to speak Mm. I have to be slow to speak I can't be like popping off at the mouth and I know that's difficult when the emotions are high Mm. or you get angry but that's also where self-control comes in and that's a fruit of the spirit so again the Holy Spirit helps us have self-control which helps us to be slow to speak which helps us to see the need of the moment Mm. Um, another one is to really listen without defense. Again, this kind of goes into the soul to speak one, mm-hmm. but most people listen with the ear to defend what they're saying mm-hmm. instead of listening <clears throat> to what the person is saying in order to identify the need of the moment. I got to know what, what are you actually saying? Yeah. Right. True. Um, and number three is, um, <clears throat> you Okay. Okay. Number three is just to adjust your expectations. You know, whenever you are um, in a relationship, like our marriage, like we've been married, what, seven years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, seven yeah. years, just as past, this is past May. Mm-hmm. Um, your <clears throat> needs have changed. My needs have changed. Mm-hmm. Right? So I have to adjust my expectations in terms of, what I think your needs might be right now because mm-hmm. they might have changed yeah. and to be willing to be flexible. Yeah. 
you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just understanding the idea behind the needs of the moment, it, it can go from a lot of di- different facets and everything. From my perspective, I would probably say, um, you know, the, the needs of the moment that I would probably say are a lot of things that are dealing like within, like, you know, uh, active set situations. So, for, for example, like if it happens to be, I guess, like, let's say it is an intense fellowship, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, during, the, during that time, it all depends on what you're communicating about or what you're talking about is to what your wife needs at that point in time. This is just coming from the husband's perspective. Whatever your wife needs at that point in time, it may be some level, like let's say, for for example, if there is something that needs to be fixed or something like that or whatever, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, some, something needs to be fixed or whatever, and your wife told you to tell her you to go fix it or something like that or whatever, and you don't feel like doing it or something like that. And the idea is that, you know, okay, what what do you do in that moment? What does she need at that at that point in time? Because a lot of times whenever my wife is asking me to do something, it's something that she needs to ultimately get to at some point in time or she's trying to accomplish something to be able to get something. So it's like a lot of times if it's based upon, you know, oh, is it about me being tired at the moment in time or is it just simply saying, hey, let me go do this for her in that moment? Is this something that she actually needs in that moment? Mm-hmm. A second thing also is that it's being able to simply say, hey, um, if we're if we're trying to understand about you know like like you said as well too being slow to slow to slow to slow to anger or slow to speak and more you know more open to listening and listening is super 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 important and in the process of you know knowing and learning your wife and learning what they need in a particular moment because just because they're upset and everything doesn't mean it's always something that needs to be fixed mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's always something that needs to be. Um, the, the exact same solution every single time. It may be something else at that point in time that they, that they may need or something like that. You know, they may just need, you know, just some, some, some time or space right now. It may not need to be something that needs to be explained or laid out at that point in time and everything. And I know I'm a big, huge guy that wants to fix things all the time. You know, if something's wrong or if she's upset or something like that or whatever, I'm, I really want to fix things. I really want to make sure that everything is right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, another thing is that I'm huge on reconciliation. And so I'm always, you know, really wanting to make sure that, you know, we always, you know, connect and we just kind of get back, you know what I'm saying, get get back to square square one and everything be good and everything, whatever. But sometimes it is about a matter of just simply just saying, hey, maybe it's not so much me trying to, you know, hear up and get back to reconciliation and everything. Maybe she just wants to talk out what, what the problem is. Uh, because she may already know what the actual solution is as, as far as this concern as well, mm-hmm. too. And so knowing that, and allowing them to be able to get those those things out and everything takes a little bit more patience on my side because I actually may want to hear up and get to either reconciliation or just fixing the problem or getting it over and done with mm-hmm. and not want to have to deal with it anymore. But that's me being insensitive and not learning her in that situation of realizing what her need is at that moment in time. She needs to be heard at that point in time. She needs to be understood and realize that, you know, what she's communicating is valid. Mm-hmm. And what she is uh, communicating about it actually matters. Yeah. And so that's a huge thing. What would you say it that? is. And, you know, and even to that point, some people have a need to take a minute. Sometimes the need of the moment is, I just need a minute yep. to, to process. I know yeah. that's me really big. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, some conversations I can't like just continue. Yep. Like I'm like, oh, let me just take a moment, you know. Mm-hmm. process all that you said mm-hmm. and then we can come back and finish the conversation yep. um that's that's a that's an example of a need but the key thing we want you guys to realize is to keep on asking questions 
Just keep on asking questions. And the main question you can ask whenever you get into a situation where you're confused or frustrated, just simply ask your spouse, what do you need in this moment? And really hear them out and be and come with a serving heart and be willing to, you know, serve your spouse. You guys are in the same team. Yeah. So you're serving yourself when you're serving your spouse because it's going to help you on the long run. Yeah. And knowing that, you know, you know, hey, this what you know, this podcast is called My Kind of Crazy and Everything, right? And my wife is my kind of crazy. But there are certain times when she can be a little bit crazy. And I don't know, I don't have a clue what she needs at a certain point in time. And sometimes, I can be honest with you, fellas, sometimes you may have to do this with your wife as well, too. And this is what I'll do uh, in certain moments times when I'm just kind of just at a loss. What I'll simply do on different occasions is I'll just go to God in prayer. Seriously, straight up. I'll go to God in prayer and I say, God, give me favor with my wife in this moment. Show me what she needs. Holy Spirit, show me what she needs. And honestly... He will bring it to you in those moments. Sometimes it may take a little time, but sometimes it will be quickly. And a lot of times we already, guys, we already know what what our wife needs at a certain point in time. It's probably something that she's already said a hundred times or something that she's communicated about on different occasions or whatever. And if you just take a minute and be like, okay, it's not about me right now. It's about her. What does she need right now? What can bring her back to one, to a place of peace? into a place of security because that's a that's the wife's biggest need at that point in time at any point in time honestly is security if she knows that she can get a level of security from from, from you as far as whether it be, whether it's a listening ear that can give her a sense of peace or a calm or a security that's safeness that you're creating in any of those ways and so that's super important to be able to keep at the forefront of your mind and doing that that's good yeah that's good all right so all right. Well, moving on, actually, uh, because we don't want to, you know, belabor the time, but uh, we felt like that was something really big that we wanted to touch on is making sure that we touched on what we really need. But in the next section of this, we're going to jump to is the, it's not necessarily going to be a lightning round, but it's kind of a a quick quick question, like almost like Yeah, these are questions you can ask on your date night um, when you are not out and about. So these are some examples. Again, we share... On our Marriage and Grace Instagram page mm-hmm. at Marriage and Grace, uh, date night questions every week. Yep. So you can take those and just pursue your spouse. I love it. So, and it's something really good, actually. So these are a couple that you guys might be able to steal as well, too, if you actually mm-hmm. have the opportunity. Um, but it's something really quick. Um, the question is What is one of your favorite memories that includes snow? <laughs> Now, this is fun one for me because I grew up in the snow. I'm from the Midwest. Yep. And so I grew up in the snow. It was real cold. Yep, it's cold up there. Cold, cold. Mm-hmm. Like, cold. But um, mm-hmm. I'm in the South. We're, we, we're, we're from Texas now. Um, yep. But in growing Texas. up in the snow gave me a lot of great memories. Okay. Now, this one might not be my favorite memory, but it's one of the memories I just think about and laugh every time. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> since I grew up in the snow, um, there will be times in the winter where the snow would be so high, it would literally come up to your knees. Wow. A winter okay. storm would blow through. Well, I lived out in the country, and so... The, I think we probably only had one of those days probably in my entire lifetime in Texas. Yeah, that was a yearly <laughs> thing for us. We was just ready, like, when is it going to come? Wow. But, um, yeah, it was very common. So this particular year, I think I was probably, like, in the eighth grade. Okay. And I don't know if you remember them, like, down 
uh, jacket. Those da- they call them down jackets. Down jackets. Well, they have. I don't know if I'm saying it right, y'all. Forgive me if my terminology is totally mm. off. But it was down. It had that down, um, like feathers. The feathers inside the jacket. It was real thick. Okay. Y'all might not have had them down here because it wasn't. Y'all didn't need them. Really, you mean it sounded like you're trying to explain it's, like some kind of Eskimo jacket? It was like, like a, almost like an Eskimo jacket, but okay. it was really really thick. It was okay. really really thick and had like feathers in them and everything. Yeah, we didn't really. But my mom much, got me one, and it was. Uh, it was super thick and bright pink. Okay. And it came all the way down to my feet. Wow. Because she wanted to make sure I was warm. One of special Yeah, it was, it, went all, it was like a full length okay. pink down jacket. Anyway, I remember um, one day um, getting up for school and okay. it, the, the storm had blew through. Mm, okay. And the snow was up to the knees. And because we live out in the country, they did not, they had not plowed the roads. We, and we lived in a long, our driveway was super long. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to make this story real short. So the morning of the storm, we still had to go to school because unlike Texas, we didn't shut down. Uh, everything kept oh, on going man. and like up to your knees. So uh, we couldn't do it. We do it. <laughs> Texas shut a little down. bit of sleep. And oh, we it's over. Through. It's over. Down. All the way down. Nope. We went It'll to be school. a pandemic. So, all of you. <laughs> yeah, right? So my bus, I, so instead of walking out to my bus at the end of my driveway, I yep. would watch it come down the road. And I'm like, as soon as I see it, I'm just going to run. Because <laughs> so, you weren't about trying. You, you weren't about that waiting line. I outside. was not going to wait out in that cold, cold, cold oh, after winter no. co- winter storm had blew through, standing out in snow up to but my Y'all knees. should be used to it, though, right? If it's year-round, right? No, no. You don't ever get used to that. Wow. No, you never, well, at least okay. I didn't. I can't speak for all the other uh, Midwesterners, but I did not get used to that. So <laughs> I remember the... Uh, Looking out the window, and Mama said, "As soon as you see it, go run as fast as you can down that <laughs> down the thing." So I do. I said, "I'm going to run real fast and real high." So anyway, wow. I just get remember, those knees up. yeah, get those knees up. Wow. I just remember seeing the bus, and I jotted out that door down this long driveway, and I just remember like, like just jump my knees were deep into it and I don't even know if I was on the driveway anymore because I couldn't see where it was at I just was wow. running towards the street well I missed the bus but oh, I remember because man. they didn't see me because it took me way too long to get down there but it was all in the pitch dark in the, in the country they don't have like lights on the streets in the pitch dark what was it in the morning when did we catch the bus it was uh, well we caught the bus real or like six 45, oh, so the sun hadn't even come up or something? The sun hadn't even come up. What? Oh, yeah, it was dark. <laughs> oh, no, we ain't about that down here. No, huh? Uh-uh. It was country, y'all. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, I, that memory never left me because I just... It God was just, bless you, sister. Yeah, that was, that's what I'm... <laughs> All right. Yeah, y'all had a... Okay, yeah. All right. Well, I say for 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 myself, we rare... Well, again, like like, like we already said as well, too. I'm from, I'm from Texas originally, so... We rarely ever had snow days down here, but whenever we actually did, um, my favorite time, I guess, probably in the snow, I think there was one time in my life I got out in the snow, and I think I tried to make, it was in front of my mom's house, mm-hmm. and I tried to make a snow angel. Um, and we just kind of got out there, and we just kind of, you know. Wait, you how know, old was you? I was, man, I might have been like Maybe like nine, maybe okay, that's important because like that. a grown man yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. out there uh, making snow 
Well, hey, you know, even if you're grown, you can probably do that. There ain't no rule against that. Hey, ain't no rule against getting that. I'm out. just saying. That's, Cause, a, cause well, that's important well, detail. Well, first of all, <laughs> if it's as rare as it comes comes around even in Texas as well, too, you know, you got to, you know, if yeah, you like, got to get somebody a little grace. I'm like, hey, you know, I could probably rock a snow angel. I will right be now. out there in It'll the snow It'll be quick angel. and I can get up and out. Yeah. Listen, exactly. if Texas get another you good snow, I will be out there with me and Josiah Olivia will be out there and making snow angels. And it's incredible. Now, the only thing is about, uh, I remember uh, being at my mom's house because uh, she actually has a big old hill that goes down in front of her house. You Mm -hmm. know right? Mm -hmm. And so whenever you get out there, you got to be super careful. So it's like ice, because in Texas, it gets icier before it gets snowy. That's true. And so getting out there and everything, just being able to walk out there, I was always afraid to walk out the front door and to be able to get on the actual ground because once you get on that ground down there, it slides you on down the road and everything, almost down to the almost down to the sidewalk and everything. So mm-hmm. I was always very careful. So you had to like almost sit down on the ground just to like slide because I'm not a I'm not a anybody's ice skater. So it wasn't it wasn't anything like that. But anyway, the snow angels is what I remember actually. So cool. All right. So the next question. <laughs> next question is, um, and this is a cool one actually. If you, and I'm curious about this myself. If you do not play a musical instrument, what 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 one do you wish you could play? And if you do slash did play a musical instrument, do you recall how close? Uh, excuse me, how you chose that particular one? Now, the interesting thing about this question is, is that you know, if you guys don't know, I'm actually a drummer, and uh, and I do play an instrument, of course. Uh, but my wife, on the other hand. Uh, she is uh, uh, of another ilk. Well, did and, you answer uh, the question? Well, well I kind of want to hear your, your no, answer. No, they heard my. No, that's not fair. You see how he's doing this, y'all. Answer the question. Okay. I'll answer I'm the question. Okay. I'll answer the last one. All right, fine. All right. So, so, of course, okay, so uh, my, my answer to this question is, of course, I do play an instrument, so I'm, I'm a drummer. Uh, and how I recall, let me see, do I recall how I chose to start playing? So, okay, yeah, so um, it was actually through church. And so um, my dad was a pastor, um, uh, and you know, my, my dad he passed a few few years back. But uh, uh, but I, I grew up in church pretty much, and so I always saw drummers playing and everything. And so I have a bit. I have an older brother, and he always played drums as well too. And he's the one that originally taught, taught me how to play drums pretty much. And so I just kind of picked it up from him because I was just you know hearing a lot of great music and everything coming up in church and everything, and that was one of the ways in which I kind of gravitated towards drums. It was the one that was it was the one instrument that make that was making the most noise, and they were doing the most gyrating, so it seemed the most interesting to go after. So I think that's why I started kind of playing it because I was just kind of attracted to rhythm and syncopation and stuff like that. So that's dope. Yeah, um, it's not dope. It's he, actually just nice. Okay, he doesn't like it when I say that. It's not drugs. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Sorry, I don't know. Uh, He always (laughs) likes to bring up these musical questions because I guess he doesn't like my musical abilities, even though I have been trained trained. in playing the trumpet. She has none. I'm sorry. That's so mean. That's just mean. Just just mean. Just mean. So let's just talk about the first one. If you do not play, which one do you wish you could play? I really want to play the violin. My husband bought me a violin a couple of years ago. And, and I, she has collected dust, I think, Y'all see how he's trying to call me out on his hip podcast? Since. We supposed to be held. We supposed to be 
covering each other. I think I can spell my name on the side of that viola. I do want to get back to it. The kids, having kids have been kind of, my priority has been the children. So I haven't really had time to get back. But I would like to Uh learn the violin. and I I actually want to challenge myself to teach myself how to play it. So I have a violin. He got me for Christmas. So I'm curious actually about the second part of this question because you actually have, there is an instrument that you told me one time that you actually did play. And it was back when in high school or back in school or something like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. And that's uh, the second portion of the question now. No, I don't don't really care to talk about that. Please. How did you choose? The only reason. The only reason why I chose this. I remember remember we went, we were trying out for, or I don't know, I I had signed up for band. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay, you need to choose an instrument. Well, the teachers all uh, split us up into two groups. Well, my group went to the brass section and another group went to the wind section. And so my the brass section had all the brass instruments that you can choose. And so they said to me, uh, what instrument do you want to play? And I was like, I don't know. They said, well, I'll, let's recommend one for you. I'll recommend the trumpet for you. And I was like, why? And they were like, well, your lips are full. <laughs> Whoa! So I went to a, a. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know. You didn't know that? They said uh, because you got black lips. That's I why got they black lips. <laughs> I went to a Caucasian school. <laughs> I was like the only black girl in my oh, class, and they dang. said I had full lips, so they recommended the drum for me. Wow. I don't know. I didn't know how to receive it. I was like, okay. Oh, okay. So everybody <laughs> else had those. Okay, yeah, I got you. That's why they recommended the drum. That's it. <laughs> That's it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is a verse. That's oh, right. man. Well, I'm learning something, too, guys. So I'm learning with you on this. One. That was actually, that's why I was so curious about that question. I'm like, I knew that was going to be pretty good. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, they got my baby for, my ch- for her chubby lips. That's all good, man. I like yeah, it, man. I love chubby lips. <laughs> Your full lips. Full, they call Bell it. Voluptuous lips. Anyway. I love them. Next question. I love them. All right, here we go. All right, third and last question, okay? And this is going to be a good one and kind of, kind of fun because we love watching this show, actually. If you were offered the opportunity to be one of the contestants on Survivor, would you do it? If yes, what do you imagine would be the hardest thing for you to cope with? We like this question because, yep. first of all, we are fans. Avid. Avid Survivor watchers. Avid Survivor watchers and fans of the show. <clears throat> we watch every season. My husband more than me because sometimes he will leave me behind. But for the most part, we are avid watchers. We love it. We just they just wrapped up this last season. Go yeah. Tony. <clears throat> um, so yeah, <laughs> well, we're about to. I guess so. I guess we have. Oh yeah, he already did. He already did. Okay, yeah, you won. That's right. He just won. They did it pandemic style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did. Tony won. But um spoiler alert, so we by really, the way. Yeah, hey, sorry if you guys happens, if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> well we said spoiler alert right, after right, the fact. after the video. Yeah, no. All right, so the question, if you were offered an opportunity to be one of the contestants on Safari, would you do it? Um And then what would you cope with or how would you Okay, cope so with? I first at first I actually looked up all the details to to get on Survivor probably about ten years ago. I literally was like, I'm going to make a video and everything because I love the show so much. And I was young and m- more fit. But um, <laughs> kids, y'all, kids that have oh, yeah, they will knock you down a couple notches. But anyway, it says, uh, would you do it? So at the you time, just I was. Thank you, man. 
herself, sweetie. Um, would you do it? So back then, I would. But so let's just talk about if I would. If I would, what do you imagine would be the hardest thing you cope with? For me, the hardest thing right now, outside of what they're telling me in terms of like the emotional connection and trying to like backstab people, like I think that would be very difficult. But other than that, I think it would be the weather. Like, mm. they look cold. The bugs at night um, being worrisome. That's something mm. going to crawl in my ear. The bugs and the weather. I think that's... And I like to eat, too. Mm-hmm. So, if I can't have me a good fish and rice every day... A good fish and You know, somebody <laughs> needs to go out there and get some fish and that white rice and make a good yeah, little meal. So, something good, actually. Seriously, I would I would have a hard, hard time. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine it might be something kind of along, like, along those lines for me, too. I mean, I'd probably say for me specifically, um, <laughs> it might honestly be just like, you know, finding the right place to poop. I mean, I heard people like actually, actually <laughs> you know, poop in the water and stuff Ew, like that. I'm like, honey, I can't do I it, do, bro. Nobody wants to hear Like, you that. know, just the sanitary so things gross. that you have to kind of deal with. Oh, my God. And what, but what you don't think about is that what those people smell like every day. Oh, yeah, they probably smell like I mean, mm-hmm. if you Wait. smell it extra You can't rain, smell over the television. You can't smell through the television, but I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. So, no, the, I'm just saying, but just, you know, just the, the sanitary process and everything mm-hmm. or whatever. Of course, the eating and everything, I think we'll probably go into it, but the other thing I probably wouldn't be able to do with, and the main reason I probably wouldn't be able to go on the show is that I cannot swim. Oh. And pretty much everything and as far as the challenge, yeah. Or anything else or whatever has something with water or swimming involved in it. And that's one of the biggest things I probably would have an issue with. And so just not being able to deal with that and everything. Outside of that, I probably, you know, I probably see how I can give it a try and everything. Um, you know, sleeping with bugs and stuff like that and everything or whatever, that could probably be a bit of a challenge because I've seen, you know, you know when they do those little cutscenes and then they'll show like, you know, like a couple of rats yeah. or like a or like a lizard or like a deadly tarantula or a scorpion. And all these different things just crawling around. I'm like, okay, so y'all are sleeping with these things. I mean, it looked cute when it's coming across the screen, but when you're actually sleeping in it and you kind of got to wake up around it and everything, I'm like, okay, I can only imagine what they deal with and they have to cut out of the show mm-hmm. whenever somebody wake up with like a, a tarantula on their forehead mm-hmm. or something like that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah, that, that didn't make the show for a good reason. Didn't make the show. Yeah. So no. I think they look out for them in that way, though, I would imagine, some of the producers and stuff. So, I mean, but. Those are some good thought. questions, though. That was pretty good. Actually, we so. we encourage you. We're really big on asking each other questions. Um, find you a deck of cards that have questions on them. And just every time that you are sitting down, this is good for pandemic date night or any date night, really. Um, just sit down. Continue to ask questions. Our goal is to encourage you guys to continue to pursue each other. Yeah. We think that marriages kind of lose the passion because they stop pursuing each other. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to get the trying to get your PhD in your spouse mm-hmm. is something that we continue to have to always do. And that's mm-hmm. what I've heard from old to new couples all around. It's just that you're constantly pursuing and constantly learning your spouse because as they continue to grow they're evolving and they're understanding life around them and everything. And you're understanding life around you. And those and a lot of different opinions, tastes, things, desires are changing and, and, and evolving as time is going on. So it's so important to continue to pursue because if you stop pursuing, then eventually you stop learning and you stop knowing who actually you're married to. 
And that's the biggest and worst fear that anybody. Or you think you know them? Yeah, you don't want to. And you're so, and you're assuming that they're still the same person that that you married and everything. And then when you come to ask them another question that you asked them back when you were dating, it's like the answer is totally different now. Yeah, that makes a huge difference, and I think that's imperative and vital to uh, long-lasting marriage. Mm -hmm. So always, always continue to learn. Always, always continue to pursue your spouse. So. All right, guys. Well, that was our episode number three for My Kind of Crazy. Yep. You can always connect with us at Marriage and Grace on Instagram. We're also yep. online at www.marriageandgrace.org. Yep. Uh, we encourage you guys to connect with us on there and leave a review. Feel free to, uh, you know, let subscribe. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. Leave a comment. Um, Anything you guys might want to, you know, add or see in the show that might be missing, actually. So we're always open. We're uh, we're a baby show. We're an infancy show right now. So trying yeah. to learn and trying to, you know, connect connect with you guys in that kind of brand new way here. So we're kind of thinking this is kind of fun. So uh, feel us in. Let us know what you guys think. Yep. All right, guys. Have a good day. All right.